Hello, friends, and welcome once again to But I Digest. My name is Hans Rufert. And my name is Steve McDonough. And, and we're stopping already. We're not even going to do that part where Hans says he's going to dig through the backstory and pull up all of the orange history and all of that, which I love. I miss that already because we have a guest today. Today's a guest day. Yay. Remember Mickey Mouse Club? Today is Tuesday. You know what that means? We're going to have a special guest. Oh, and this comes out on Tuesday. So it's perfect for me to introduce Anupi Singla, who's been a friend of mine for many, many years. And she's super talented and she's smart and she's pretty. She's everything. She's a cookbook author and she's a journalist. Uh, she used to be a morning news reporter, which I think is really cool. She's the author of three books, The Indian Slow Cooker, Indian for Everyone, and Vegan Indian Cooking. Generally, her approach is Indian food from an American point of view. So when I need help, um, I I look to her immediately because she knows it all. Her company is Indian as Apple Pie, and she's got all kinds of products, um, spices. And if, if you don't find them in your store, you just have to uh, let Anupi know, and she will go there and give them a piece of her mind and get it in the store. I know she can do that. And her website is also Indian as Apple Pie. So please say hello to our friend, Anupi Singla. Yay. Hi, thank you so much for that intro. I want to lead with that every day. When I get up in the morning, I'm going to give my husband that script. He's going to read that about me. But thank you so much. I adore you, Steve. And uh, Hans, you and I just met, but I adore you already. So thanks Yay. for having me Well, when I said that about your products, just uh, just briefly, what are, what are the kind of products you've been having in? I think what, well, you say the stores. I don't want to get them wrong. Yeah, yeah, no, um, we're mostly in the Midwest corridor. So we're in Illinois, in Minnesota, in Wisconsin, mostly in Whole Foods and um, other specialty stores. And the key is what I'm trying to offer everybody is really not just one um, sauce or one chutney. I'm trying to give not only the store buyers, but also the customers a whole sort of experience with Indian food. So sauces, legumes that you don't usually find in mainstream grocers, also, our spice blends are actually roasted and ground right here in America, which is right. really difficult to do, which I realized after I launched the company <laughs> and the product. So that was not an easy feat, but I managed to, and I'm managing to get it done. And thank God we're small because we're just slowly, you know, growing. Yeah, but you are you are a mover and a shaker. I mean, I wasn't joking when I said if, if people don't see it where they want it, that you will turn up on their doorstep and ask for the manager and figure <laughs> that stuff out. That wasn't a joke. <laughs> you know what I learned in news? You know what I learned as a reporter? I learned just be nice. Be nice to people. And you know what? If they say no, be like, okay, that's good. I'll come back next week. Don't tell them that. But, you know, show up again yeah. a week later, uh, two weeks later, and just keep asking really nicely. Constant, gentle, steady pressure. It does, it does wonders. <laughs> so Hans, tell us what we're talking about today and why we brought on our friend Anupi. Well, I'm, I'm already looking to the future. I know we're going to have Anupi back because I have so many things. And just in talking about your spices and spice blends and things, I want to do a show on curry and what that means and the whole history behind that. And, and so we won't go down that road. But today, specifically, we are talking about turmeric. Now, uh, I have a personal history with turmeric, which we'll talk for just a moment. But here in the South, people tend to call it turmeric, uh, which I've learned is an acceptable pronunciation. And I'm not a, I'm not on uh, team turmeric because uh, being a cancer survivor, anytime there's the word tumor in anything. <laughs> I saw that coming yeah, a mile away. Like, I don't want to, oh, I don't want like to I didn't know you were going to say that. Turmeric. Uh, but anyway, so turmeric, there is an R in there and we don't have any silent letters in the in German. Uh, so we're going to go with that pronunciation. 
But uh, it is a plant in the Latin name because I just for some reason I belong to the Latin Names Club, it seems like. Uh, so I have to mention the Latin name. It's called Curcuma longa. Uh, and it's a perennial plant. It's in the ginger family, so this larger family that's called Zingiberaceae. And it's this sort of sp spicy, sweet cousin to ginger. And it grows and it spreads by something called rhizomes. Now, for you plant nerds, you know what a rhizome is. For those of you that don't know, it's not quite a root. It's not quite a bulb. It's really kind of like an underground stem. Uh, and again, if you've seen a hand of ginger, kind of how ginger grows, you could break off any piece of that and, and each piece would make a new plant. Um, some people refer to it as ginger root or turmeric root. Uh, but again, it's not a root. They're, they're, it'll actually have, the rhizome will have these tiny hair-like roots that come off of it. And turmeric as a plant is really quite beautiful, and you'll see it sometimes grown ornamentally. And uh, the flowers kind of range in color from sort of a pale, buttery white all the way to pink or orange or yellow. And again, as, as a plant guy, as a gardener, I've seen it pop up a lot here recently in some of the big box garden centers, uh, which I think is pretty cool. Because before you would have to buy it in a specialty grocery store and you could plant the actual fresh uh, rhizome and you could get a plant from that. But now you can buy little clusters of it. Now, I've tried growing it in my garden, but it seems to like a little bit of a warmer climate than we have here in Georgia our winters get just a bit too cold, which means uh, for you guys, I imagine up in Chicago, unless you've got a greenhouse, you're probably not growing, uh, you know, fresh turmeric. If you can afford a greenhouse in Chicago, you can afford somebody to grow turmeric for you. There you go. You're not yeah. doing that on your own. I imagine. I imagine. So now what we know and love about uh, turmeric is uh, when it's either grated fresh or dried and powdered, it has this intense yellow-orange color. And if you've ever worked with fresh turmeric, it'll stain your fingers, I mean, for days. You will, it'll look like a fluorescent marker exploded on you. Uh, and many a times I've been caught like where I, I'm prepping for a, a cooking segment and then realize I should have worn gloves because for the rest of the day I'm, I'm covered in this bright neon yellow. But that's, again, one of the things we're looking for as, a, as an ingredient because it's used to, uh, to color things like mustard powder or, of course, we know it in, in curries as that kind of bright orangey yellow. And it has this trademark kind of peppery, spicy, almost bitter astringency to it. And uh, the word bitter we've talked about before can sometimes be, people think of it as a negative term, but bitter when it's used in the right way is really a wonderful flavor compound when you, when you mix it together and layer it with, with other flavors. Now, right. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to let Anupi talk more about when we get to kind of the, the culinary side, but I want to focus uh, kind of for me uh, about some of turmeric's health benefits, particularly when it comes to its anti-cancer properties. Now, again, if you remember from just a minute ago, the Latin name from turmeric is uh, curcuma, and there's this particular component in the rhizome itself called curcumin, or sometimes it's curcumin, depending on, again, what, what neck of the woods you're from. And that component has this very powerful anti-inflammatory property, uh, and it is essentially this very strong antioxidant. Now, you hear that term all the time. It's, a, it's an antioxidant. Well, what does that mean, right? I mean, everything. Oh, it's an antioxidant. It's, it's a prebiotic. It's a probiotic. And sometimes those, those words are thrown out there without much of a, a you know, what, what is that? So as an anti-inflammatory, inflammation itself actually can be beneficial. It's our, it's our body's uh, kind of internal defense mechanism that helps fight foreign invaders and kind of has a role in repairing any damage in, in your body. But when inflammation becomes chronic and you have uh, these chronic conditions, it can lead to things like heart disease or Alzheimer's or arthritis and, of course, even cancer. So this cur uh, curcumin or curcumin is this bioactive compound that helps negate that underlying chronic inflammation. 
I've got a yeah. question. Yes, of course. My hand is up over here. Yes. Uh, not to put you on the spot, but is cumin in the same family? Is that why the curcumin is at the end of the word there? No, that's a great question. But no, it's not in oh, the same. You. Not in the same family. But you do. Uh, oh. you know, it's it's funny you mentioned that that it is used often together. You'll see that uh, people will use cumin uh, in, especially in Indian cooking. There's a lot of times you'll see cumin used with uh, with ginger and with right. with turmeric. But no different uh, different plant altogether. But that's a good question because oh, you're right. They just ran out of words. They just <laughs> ran out of words. <laughs> they just got to put a prefix on cumin and call it okay. something else. No. Now I have to mention that uh, even though there is a lot of this. Uh, curcumin in the turmeric, just because it's in there doesn't mean our body can actually absorb it. So it's actually best when it is consumed with things like black pepper, which has this other compound called piperine, uh, which is this nat uh, natural substance that enhances the absorption of curcumin by up to 2000%. And it's also fat soluble, which means it breaks down and dissolves in uh, a fat or an oil, which is why it's always a good idea. If you're taking curcumin or, or even turmeric as a supplement, you want to have it with a meal that's high in fat, or if you're cooking with it, you cook it with it uh, with a fat or a ghee or, you know, butter or something like that. Now, when I was first diagnosed with gastric cancer back in 2005, everything that we went to on the internet, well, sadly, either ended in an obituary, but if you if you found any good, um, any good information or good advice, um, turmeric was always one of the supplements that it was was recommended because Studies have shown that uh, it does really three things with cancer. It either contributes to the death of existing cancer cells. So if you already have a tumor, it helps kind of break down those existing cancer cells. Wow. It, al it also helps pre prevent the spread of cancer. But most importantly, it has this property called it's a, uh, an anti-angiogenesis, which is a lot of, a lot of words. Uh, but essentially, cancer has this really mean trick of kind of fooling the body into creating new blood vessels and new capillaries to feed that tumor. So the body thinks that the tumor is part of the body. And so it, the tumor sends out the signal to, hey, feed me. And then the body actually grows new, uh, new tissues and new, new vessels to feed it. Right. Well, the curcumin, the curcumin uh, actually turns off that signal. And so it actually stops the, the, uh, the sort of communication of the tumor to the body to feed it. So essentially starving that existing tumor. Um, wow. You know, it's pretty pretty awesome and powerful stuff, and uh, and really one of the few foods that does that so uh, so effectively. Uh, when we first went to, to uh, our big cancer hospital and we we spoke to the doctor and mentioned that to them, and this was again back in two thousand five, the official word was, "Well, it's not going to hurt you, but we don't necessarily recommend that you have to take this." Now uh, today in two thousand twenty two. Uh, it's pretty much every cancer patient is giving a regimen uh, of including either uh, turmeric as an ingredient or curcumin as a supplement uh, because of those powerful anti-cancer properties. So it's come a long way just in the last 15 years of, of being sort of one of these fringe, holistic, hippie, healthy kind of ways of, uh, of dealing with a, you know, disease to now being one of the main frontline fighters against, uh, against cancer, which I'm kind of proud of. And which, uh, which hospital is this? Don't you think that you should be giving them a shout out? Yeah, MD Anderson in, uh, in yeah. Houston. They've saved my life at least three times, but who's my counting? My brother-in-law Jimmy's there right now as well. Best, best amazing. cancer hospital around. 
It is an amazing institution, and I'm actually headed there in a couple of weeks for my big 17-year checkup, which I'm also proud of because they told me I yeah. wouldn't make it to age 35, and I'm pushing 50, and I'm damn proud of it. So, uh, yeah. And speaking of being proud and in a good mood, uh, I will mention also that turmeric is often used uh, now here recently as an antidepressant. And one study showed that taking curcumin supplements had very similar results to taking Prozac and that it actually can boost brain neurotransmitters like serotonin and dopamine. So um, I'm always in a good mood when I'm eating Indian food. Uh, and how could I not be? <laughs> uh, but it's nice to know that there's actually this chemical component in that ingredient that actually boosts brain activity, uh, makes me feel a little happier and possibly a little smarter. And of course, by the end of this episode, I'm going to be even that much smarter. Uh, so with that, I'm going to pass the rhizome over to our friend Anupi, and I'm going to enjoy my golden uh, turmeric latte as uh, as I sit back and learn something. Oh, hold on. Hold on. Sorry to interrupt. Let me just get the door here. Let's see who it is. Oh, it's today's sponsor, Pure Cane All Natural Zero Calorie Sweetener. Well, come on in. Pure Cane, have a seat. Pure Cane is a zero-calorie sugar replacement that is naturally derived, and here's the best part. It tastes just like sugar and bakes just like sugar. Use it wherever sugar is used without the negative effects of sugar. It's got great flavor, so you don't have to compromise on taste like when you're using those old-school artificial sweeteners with that metallic tang. You can use all-natural, sustainable Pure Cane for a zero-calorie, zero-net-carb, vegan, gluten-free, keto-friendly option in all of your favorite recipes. So, for example, Pure Cane, uh, we have Grandma Grace's Cranberry Orange Cake that we did that in our cranberry episode. It's got two cups of sugar. What is the ratio to swap you out? Oh, it's one-to-one, -one, is it? Well, that makes it very easy, Pure Cane. Well, also, this cake is really sweet because we take uh, orange juice and sugar and we make a drizzle, pours over the cake, and it is absorbed into it. And then we take whatever's left and re-pour that into the cake until it's all absorbed in there. It's a lot of sugar, Pure Cane. Can you make this healthier? You can. Better for me and for, um, for the planet. All right. I see you, Pure Cane. If you want to see Pure Cane, head over to purecane.com right now and enter promo code BUTIDIGEST for 30% off your first order. That's purecane.com, P-U-R-E-C-A-N-E. -E. Enter promo code BUTIDIGEST, 30%. Thanks for dropping by, Pure Cane. Oh, look, I got you a slice of Grandma Grace's cranberry cake to go. But hey, hey, I want that Tupperware back. Anupi, I'm so glad you're here because it's always he always says stuff like pass the rhizome over to me or something like that. I'm glad I'm glad somebody else has to deal with that today. Well, I just you know what a full disclaimer, honestly, is I am not witty the way that you two are. I've been listening <laughs> to these past episodes, and that was the one thing that was tough for me in the morning news. I am not quick. I am not witty. I am not funny. I am not going to participate in any of this stuff just because I'm just no not chicanery. <laughs> I'm going to let both of you take it all. And all the funny turmeric rhizome jokes, they're all for you, Hans and Steve. Okay. But you know, I will say too, um, that was a great introduction. I love that. I actually learned so much from it. Um, and when you say it can stain your hands, another thing that turmeric can do, folks, is stain your white iPhone. When you're shooting photos, oh. wear the gloves. Um, it does make a huge difference. So yes, um, very bright. You need yellow. an orange iPhone. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. Well, because I am a writer, I actually prepared just a little tiny bit of information on turmeric. Um, just want to tell you a little bit about my background. Um, I grew up outside of Philadelphia, but visited India because I was born in India. And uh, even though I have this funny accent, I go back to India and my family's all there. And I first saw turmeric uh, as a plant, as a little girl visiting my grandmother's home in Chandigarh. Chandigarh is the capital of Punjab, which is in North India. 
All my cousins and I love playing and climbing the lychee and mango trees in the back of our huge home in sector nine. Chandigarh is broken down into all these different sectors. It was always really, really special for me. Our gardener, Molly, that's how you say gardener um, in Hindi, we would, um, you know, drive him nuts out there and he would complain about the grassy plant overtaking his garden and he'd always be mumbling under his breath as he cut away at the yellow long green grassy tops and that was my first introduction to turmeric growing in oh my gosh little girl so yeah it was really kind of me and i and i do think like um part of the reason why in the states in the West, it's a little difficult to understand Indian ingredients is you don't really see them growing. You don't really see what they right. actually look like, right? Right, right. And many other ingredients. And so that's what I really want to do is kind of like paint that picture for folks. And I love that um, now in the South and Georgia, maybe you're seeing some turmeric actual plants growing. So I think people will understand what it's all about a little bit better. Um, now, what we would do in our childhood home and my mom's childhood home where I was born actually was um, they would actually pull the rhizome out of the ground. It's almost like pulling a carrot out of the ground, but it's yeah. not that one, you know, full carrot. It's like different, almost like roots kind of reaching out under the ground. And then they would boil it and then you dry it in the sunlight for four to five days. And then that's when you can either use it like that or you can uh, grind it into a powder. So there's lots of different ways to use turmeric, um, fresh or as a powder. And obviously, you know, as, as we talked about, the coloring is important, but there's also, um, Hans, I, this might help too. There's also white turmeric that is, oh, yeah, that is as um, beneficial. It's grown in the Himalayas, whereas the orange turmeric is mostly grown in South India, Kerala, and different parts of uh, South India, and also in Indonesia. But in the Himalayas, you can get white turmeric, and you can actually find white turmeric uh, on the van, Little India in Chicago, and other Indian grocery stores. If you look yeah, should we not do that? Should we not do that next time Hans is in? Oh yeah, let's go. I'll let's go to it. Little India. Tell tell people that don't live in Chicago just a little bit about about how cool Little India is. Well, first, can I start with this? I grew up outside of Philadelphia. My brother went to Devon Prep, and it is the Vaughn, but it is spelled D-E-V-O-N because yeah. those are Bryn Mawr, all of this are all of the Philadelphia names for streets. So oh. yeah, Devon, D-E-V-O-N is yeah. our big street, and um, we pronounce it the Vaughn because it's become the little India of Chicago, and uh, that's where you're gonna find not only, I really shouldn't even just say Little India, Little South Asia, because Pakistani, mm. Uh, mm. Nepalese, Sri Lankan, all of it. And it's this row of um, beautiful grocery stores, places to eat, um, quick snack shops, um, anything Indian, anything South Asian, you can get on the van. Well, the windows, though, as you're driving down Devon and folks, but if you come to Chicago and you drive, well, I say down, but you'd actually be driving away from the lakes. We'd probably say driving up Devon. The windows are filled with saris. And uh, what do you call what do you call the, uh, the male uh, equivalent, the long shirt and the, the soft pants? Oh, kurtas. Kurta. So beautiful. Langas. The langa is the long skirt and the top. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, it's it's so beautiful, isn't it? I, I just love it. 
Listen, when I come up for our next schnitzel fest, day one needs to be schnitzel fest, and day two needs to be a trip to Devon, and we'll do like a little, uh, you can name the fest, <laughs> but we need to have like an international fest happening. That sounds great, and I'll show you around. And uh, You know what the coolest thing is on Devon, and not to, um, you know, get away from talking about turmeric, but there is a guy, and I do Devon tours for folks. There is a sari shop, and this guy is Hispanic. But he speaks fluent Hindi and Gujarati. Go really? figure. And he knows how to nice. tie sari. I have not yet learned all my marriage saris are sitting in a box. Not learn how to tie one. <laughs> and I feel like I need to just dedicate a full year to learning how to actually tie. A, it's six feet long piece of material. Tie it beautifully. But I have to go to him, and he's not even Indian. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Anyway, all right. So I digress. But let's. That's talk a, that's about the but I digest. That's the whole. That's our that's, whole shtick. That's the it's whole point. Totally cool. I love it. I love it. And um, now we're going to talk a little bit about Ayurveda. So if you thought you know it was a little kind of odd having that R in turmeric, which is called haldi in Hindi, it's much easier to say. But Ayurveda is a science and a principle of um, just in India, it's a type of medicine. And when you break that word down, the Sanskrit actually means Ayu is life and vital power and Veda is knowledge, like the Vedas, the ancient Vedas. So what it really basically um, boils down to is the belief that disease starts from the gut, right? So the idea is prevention, 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 and eating foods and eating um, different diets that really help with um, making sure, and I hate to get super crass, but I know you guys and I know you'll appreciate it, but go to the bathroom. It's like basically digesting, knowing that what you're eating is digestible and making sure that your system is flowing properly because that in essence is what Ayurveda is all about. Now, you can go more complicated and deeper because it does. It is based on the different um, um, type of personality that you are, and you could go very deep into it, or you could also just take lots of the basic principles and incorporate incorporate them into your day to day. And I always tell my kids too. I mean, they're teens, but I would say, you know, you are what you eat. You've got to really make that connection between food and medicine and how you feel, and that's what Ayurveda is all about. Um, so I also encourage folks that think, you know, when you say Ayurveda, they get a little bit nervous, um, thinking that you're trying to change them, change everything they do, change the way they think. You're really not. What you're basically just saying is really make that connection between mind, body, and food. And once you do that, you eat something, see how you feel, and maybe you choose to keep it in your diet, choose not to. You do not have to change everything your whole entire life to really benefit from some of these principles. And turmeric is just such a big part of Ayurveda and that type of eating. Um, we actually fit our turmeric into our, our day in just so many different ways, um, not just in food and cuisine. And, and Hans, your intro was so good, but I just wanna add too, it's kind of like with turmeric, it's like a vitamin. You truly do not need too much. So even if say that you, you take a, a turmeric pill, your body is gonna expel quite a bit of that. It's really only absorbing about 10 to 15 to 20% of whatever you're taking. So don't huh. feel like you've gotta have loads and loads of turmeric to feel healthy in your day. A perfect way to even get turmeric in is say that you have um, olive oil and uh, you, know, you wanna dip some bread into that olive oil and get some Parmesan cheese, 
throw a little bit of turmeric in there, just a sprinkle with a little black pepper. And all of a sudden you've got something that everybody can access and do. Um, but the olive oil serves as the fat, the black pepper makes the tissue absorption higher. It's just a very simple thing that most people can do. Look at you. And, and you're going to, and you're going to stain every napkin in your house. And so you'll remember that. You'll, you'll remember that gathering where everybody blotted their mouth and they had this bright yellow. I'm not really that part That's like, you know, the, the user is going to have to use their own expression on that's right. this recipe. But be very careful. Um, but yeah, no, that is uh, a lot of it is that fat absorption of turmeric. Um, that's why golden milk is popular now. I grew up actually... Uh, being my mother would try to force me to drink milk with turmeric in it. I would gag and spit it out. And <laughs> even to this day, my 16 year old complains about my mother trying that on her. So in Indian oh. families, we laugh about the whole golden milk trend because we're like, we were forced to try to do this growing up. We hated it. What is up with Starbucks selling these golden milk lattes? Why are they so popular? We don't understand any of that. So it's interesting, but remember the milk is the fat, right? So that's why it kind of works in that um, scenario. Um, so yeah, we, we use turmeric in so many different ways, including in prayer ceremonies, in our weddings. It's really interesting. We have one ritual the day before the wedding because um, part of it is getting bathed in the turmeric because it's just so healthy for you and your skin. So they actually guest will take and the family will take um, like grass and basically just dip it in oil and turmeric and then on the bride and groom they actually dip it in different portions of their body to kind of um symbolize fertility and to also symbolize just um you know the wedding and just good wishes um do not wear your good clothes on that day which i made the mistake of doing at one of my cousin's weddings um so yeah that that is the sidebar. You never. How did I not that. see that? I've never. All the weddings that we've done, and every time we get uh, an Indian wedding, I get really excited. And I first thing I say to the couple as soon as they sit down is, "Can we have an elephant?" And we <laughs> never, we never get an elephant. Even even when we've had places that are big enough, it's like still no elephant. Have but we've had, had some horses. Horse? Yeah, horse. We've had the horse. Yeah, we. Have it's not. not don't tell me. Don't tell me an elephant's the same as having a horse. <laughs> I want an elephant. If I'm putting a lot of effort out here, but I've never seen the the turmeric washing. That sounds really cool. That is done a day or two. You know, Indian weddings are about a week long, so that is yeah. done a day or two in advance. I don't know, and it's a very kind of. Um, like the family is involved. Of course you have the friends as well, but it's a very almost like smaller part of the ceremony. So I wonder if you've been there two to three days in advance of the actual yeah. wedding ceremony. Okay. And that's when that takes place because it is yellowing. So you have to be careful to do it a day or so ahead of yeah. time. Um, hmm, you know, because it, you could look a little yellow, which, which has happened. Um, you know, you get a little bit of it on your skin, you've got to kind of wash it all off and, and all of that. Um, but it is um, uh, part of the wedding ceremony, part of puja, which is part of our um, religious ceremonies. But at the end of the day, it's really all about getting it into your diet. You can get it in fresh, you can get it in powdered. Um, I've got this really cool list and sometimes I, I put stuff on my website and I don't even read it for, for uh, weeks on end and I, I've got it up on my website, uh, so check it out. But 20 different ways to get turmeric into your day. One of them that I absolutely love, that people love too, and Steve, you're gonna appreciate this. Um, Does it have to do with an elephant? 
It has to do with food. Um, you could probably, you know, eat it while sitting on an elephant, I guess. Um, but but pickled turmeric is so simple to make. You can just stick fresh nice. turmeric, cut it down, use kitchen gloves, cut it down, put it in a glass jar because you don't want it to, yeah. um, you know, uh, have any kind of reaction of using the lemon juice. Lemon juice, salt, turmeric. Leave it in that jar for about two days and then it's ready, it's pickled. You could eat it on a hot dog, on a hamburger, on a veggie burger, whatever you want. It's just so great. And just like that, my, my older daughter, that's her obsession. When I make that, she literally, it's gone. I go to get it in the morning and she eats it for breakfast. She just loves it. Just that combination of the lemon juice and the salt and the turmeric is- Do you know, do you have to peel it first? Do you peel it or is it straight? straight like with the root but the yeah, skin on great there. question you know what i do is i always use like a kitchen uh sponge that i reserve for scrubbing down my fruits and vegetables when i'm cleaning them off so i would just scrub it down and use the skin i think the skin's got a lot of great okay. properties in it you can peel it you really don't need to actually just cut it right up just like that perfect okay yeah. household tips <laughs> okay second second sponge for my veggies all right make the write that down martha stewart um <laughs> Let me just go back to what you're saying about that pickled turmeric, because you know what I think you could do with that as well, uh, is make a version of a Gibson. A Gibson is a martini with uh, yeah. an onion in it, and we used to do them with it. Well, actually, speaking of the weather changing, we do them with pickled ramps. So oh, yeah. you could do that with with because all of those flavors would go good with gin, and mm -hmm. just have a little uh, gin martini with the with your uh, turmeric pickled turmeric. Um, Okay, listen, listen, this is what we're doing. Forget about the Vaughn, okay? Forget about the Vaughn. When you come to Chicago, we bought a new house a couple years ago. My husband insisted on putting two bars into this house. We are Punjabi. Punjabis like to party. I just want everyone to know this. Um, we are that group in India that just loves to party and we love to drink. And Steve, Hans, come on over. We're gonna make some drinks. Sounds good. Turmeric, it's experimenting, right? Pickle turmeric, we gotta, we gotta experiment. I'm telling you, it will work. And if you have two kitchens, I fully expect an <laughs> elephant in the garage, but I'm just, I'm just wishing, <laughs> fingers crossed. You got it, you got it. And yeah, so it's, it's so simple to get turmeric into your day-to-day -day, folks, even in your tea, make some chai, throw some turmeric in there. When we make homemade chai, we throw a little ginger, throw a little turmeric in there. It's so good for your Throat, it is um, just a healing spice. And um, another thing that is fantastic with the powder is you can, believe it or not, my grandmother taught me this and my father still, it's his mother and he still fights me on this. When you get a sore throat, hot water, black tea bag in there, a little bit of turmeric powder, salt and gargle with that. Make sure you do it in a stainless steel sink, not a white porcelain sink. You will get rid of that sore throat literally in the matter of hours, maybe a day. It is so amazing. My grandmother taught me that in from she, she grew up in a village in India. So it works. It works. I promise. All right. Should I take over here and give some other benefits? Go for it. Look, knowing that we're going to do turmeric, um, Hans uh, chose this because you're going to, uh, like you said, you have your 17 year checkup. So turmeric has been on your mind. Yep. So I was searching and searching for some crazy turmeric story, but there's no turmeric equivalent to the Birmingham great vinegar flood that we did recently. <laughs> but there are plenty of uh, very funny photos with people with turmeric on their faces. So I'm going to talk about that. So turmeric can add a beautiful bright hue to our dishes, but it also doubles as a beauty ingredient. And so here 
Natalie, can I have a harp? Here are Steve's seven turmeric beauty tips. And the harp should have just been there. I hope you heard that. I hope it was beautiful. Here's my beauty tips, because you know I'm all about a beauty tip. Number one, it soothes dry skin. Make a quick face pack with a teaspoon of turmeric and some fresh cream and a little rose water. Uh, it fixes your uneven skin tone. There's three basic ingredients of just turmeric and honey and lime juice. Sounds delicious, but it also makes a face mask. Leave that on there for 20 minutes. Acne. Turmeric powder helps in treating pimples. It removes excess oil and destroying the bacteria. You're going to let that stay on. I don't know what that would do to your face um, if you did that. Any history well, there? Yeah, you know, I have actually done that. And um, you do stay slightly yellow for a period of time. <laughs> but I am going to just say, I'm jotting some of these down. Some of these are newer to me, but <laughs> I they have worked. You know, the mixing of the turmeric with the milk, as well as the rose water is a real good one that I've tried in the past. And that does definitely work on uh, pimples and, break, and breaking out and things like that. So it's good for dark circles. This is number four. If you're keeping track of Steve's beauty tips, <laughs> number four for dark circles. I am so full of crap on this episode. I couldn't, I couldn't <laughs> find anything really great. And uh, you know what I was thinking of doing? I'm going to like totally get off topic. You know what I was thinking of doing? I was looking at how in the Indian markets, they piled their spices up in these perfect cones. And I was like, how do they do that? Who would, I, and I was Googling it and couldn't find it. And I thought, oh, you know who would know? I bet you Anupi would, Anupi would help get me out of, out of this whole episode where I painted myself into a turmeric corner because she is our spice girl. I got girl. that frantic text. You know where I was when I got that frantic text? I was 10,000 miles up on a mountain in Beaver Creek, Colorado skiing. And I get this text from Steve going, do you think you would do this turmeric podcast, please? <laughs> I said, uh, okay, because I don't know what else to say. And I was trying to get out of skiing because I'm the, I'm the world's crappiest right? skier. I understand so, that. Okay, I'm going to sit there and just back. Well, hey, listen, when you're skiing, though, you always see those don't eat yellow snow signs. But this actually could exactly. be quite good <laughs> yellow snow. Turmeric snow was, cones. Uh, yeah. Turmeric yeah. snow cones. It Love it. Okay, that was four. So dark snow. That snow was four. But actually, it made me think, I just referred to you as uh, as our, our local Spice Girl. Do you know the names of the Spice Girls? I know I, Hans doesn't. Do you? I don't, don't put me on the spot like that. I told you, I told you already, I'm not witty on my feet. You can't do that. You don't need to know all of them. Well, there's, 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 um, there's divorcee, divorcee spice, uh, divorcee spice. There's has been spice. You don't have to know all of them. Um, I'm just saying that there was one spice girl who recently was cast in an eight week run of what was the longest running Broadway musical, which brings us to this week's Stop the Straight Guy and Girl. How are, how are you with your Broadway knowledge? Oh, God. Anupi, how are you with your Broadway knowledge? No, don't do this to me, Steve. Just keep going. Oh, too bad. You're in it. You're in it. You're in it. This is too late. We do yep. this every week. If, yeah. If I have to suffer, you have okay, to suffer. Okay, so Mel too. B, Scary Spice, was cast in an eight-week run in what was the longest, what is the longest-running Broadway musical, and she went from her American accent. This is what she did in the middle of the show, and I'm not happy about it. In her American accent, she goes, I'm going to tell you something. And then she switches over to her British voice and goes, I'm going to tell you something. So here's the story from A to Z and launches into the Spice Girls anthem wannabe in the middle of this Broadway show. Some of the audience laughed, wow. some were offended like I would be. And she laughed as the audience screamed. And then she says, OK, OK, forget that. Back to my character. I'm going to tell you something as Roxy, as Roxy Hart in this Broadway musical, what? Famous Broadway musical, did Scary Spice try to muck up? 
I don't know. Roxy Hart. Like Foxy Roxy Hart. Anupi, I thought for sure when this he gives, you would know this. Listen, Anupi, when he gives clues, sometimes they're really good clues, and sometimes he, he gives a clue that probably 99.9% .9 of the population would just get it, and I still yeah, feel like I'm I, out on top of a mountain you in know what Colorado. Call this, though, when it takes a minute to figure it out in Hindi, it's called being a tube light, because in India, the lights are these fluorescent yeah, fluorescence a moment to kind of turn on, right? So oh, yeah. I feel like I'm being a tube light right now, Steve. You put me on the spot. I don't okay. know. All I'm right. Sorry. I just thought that this musical would hit a little close to home but I guess it doesn't. So if you know the name of this musical where Scary Spice tried to muck it up and broke character in the middle of the show and she only had eight weeks and she couldn't do it, God damn it. Anyway, if you know it, go to our Facebook page and tell us the name in our Stump the Straight Guy and I will give you a like and you will have my, my affection. If you were keeping track, last week we were talking about uh, the aging star of La Caja Fall, which is going to be done here in Chicago soon. Uh, the character playing Alban, we said that she is known as the Glamour Toad from RuPaul. Uh, I kept telling Hans this was the uh, ginger or the red-headed Glamour Toad, which was a big hint because we were speaking, of course, of Ginger Minge, who will be playing from RuPaul here in Chicago. Okay, so that is something. Now, hey, listen, what, what, what you didn't tell me last week, though, when you said La Caja Foll, I didn't realize that that's the movie The Birdcage was based on that. So I, I found that okay. out. Yeah, uh, you're right. right. I should have, I should have just correct. talked about it for half an hour because that's what that's what we have time for. No, I should have no, told no, you no, everything. No, but I, mean, I, I have a connection. It. I I enjoyed that movie. I so that's my only connection to that. But that's uh, somebody else in my uh, seat of confusion might uh, might right, appreciate let's that. Wrap this up. What number am I on? Am I on number five? You're on number five. I think you're getting to number five. skin tightening. For this, you need a mask with. <laughs> this is this is number five, um, Natalie. Number five of Steve's seven turmeric beauty tips. Anti-aging skin tightening. For this, you need a mask with egg white, some turmeric, and a little olive oil. Put that on your face and skin. It's oh. also a great exfoliator, a little turmeric and milk, a little uh, a little golden milk, and that'll keep your skin clean. So here's the quiz, because we didn't do the quiz. I should have popped this in earlier. Um, Anupi Hunts loves when I do the quiz. He sits there and he just waits. So you can play with this one too, all right? All right, let's go. What colorful skin fact about turmeric is true? I'm gonna give you five facts, only one is true. Number one. Donald Trump, his famous orange skin tone, is rumored to be a proprietary blend of turmeric and the luxury lotion brand La Mer. Mm. Number two, turmeric was used in the makeup for the 1971 film Willy Wonka. It was used for the Oompa Loompas. They used turmeric in that. Number three, the Southeast Asian orangutans are said to get their orange fur from eating the turmeric root. Or number four, none of the above the opposite is true, and turmeric can actually remove your tan. You guys, you guys discuss. Well, I'm I'm gonna go no on the orangutan thing. I just don't. Uh, I'm not buying. He he didn't sell that one. The other two he kind of mm -hmm. sold. Don't know much about Donald Trump's beauty care uh, regimen. Uh, nor do I necessarily want to. Thoughts, guest, Anupi Singler? Well, you know, I the Oompa Loompa thing kind of just having watched that, I kind of feel like. I could almost believe that one. Almost. Yeah, that sounds the most plausible. Your of the choice three, is number two. Turmeric was used in the makeup for the Oompa Loompas in the 1971 film Willy Wonka. The answer comes in number seven of Steve's seven turmeric beauty tips. It removes a tan. You can use turmeric 
It's a great way to get rid of a suntan. Mix a little turmeric powder, tomato puree, and a little yogurt. Apply this to your tan skin and let it dry, and uh, you're going to see a difference in two or three applications. Wow. All right. All right. So I'm on a roll. I'm on a beauty. I'm on a beauty beauty tip roll. <laughs> so I thought about what other food based foods are good for our our uh, our tan and our skin. So these are three. Uh, foods that you that are in your pantry that you can use for sunless tanning lotions. And I call this one, Natalie, an even bigger, bigger sound here, Nat. Ready? Steve's Pantry Staples Stable of Beauty Standards. Number one. That is a mouthful. <laughs> Number one, cocoa powder. Raw cocoa powder contains flavanols that can help you soften and clear and detoxify your skin. So if you do a little unscented white lotion and 100% pure cocoa powder, just keep adding a little cocoa powder till you get the desired shade. Well, so I'm curious thing. about this because I've been learning about cocoa powder and cacao powder. Do you know any kind of, can you use cacao powder? Because that's the less processed, I um, thought, version, Absolutely, right? absolutely. Anupi, I am on the, the skin of my teeth making this crap up right now. I, mean, I, <laughs> I, 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 I just have yes. to get you back a little bit for all these questions. Come on now. <laughs> yes, yes, I say yes. I just say yes to that. So what I really love is that as I'm researching this, there's all of these Instagram moments of people like putting cocoa powder and just chopped up little quick little videos, right? And how beautiful they look afterwards. But then you can go to YouTube and watch people actually really try it. And there's a woman who did this cocoa powder thing. And the as she's mixing the cocoa powder in the white lotion, and she's rubbing it onto her skin. And the more she rubs, the more the cocoa is kind of like kind of congealing together and leaving chocolate shavings on her head. Yeah. Um, also, once it gets wet, it tur- it kind of comes into big water droplets and you look like uh, like a chocolate Rudy Giuliani. Nice. And in front of the Four Seasons, or was that where he was? <laughs> okay, coffee or tea. Coffee contains antioxidants such as po- polyphenols. <laughs> this is all under, this is all my beauty tips, polyphenols, polyphenols. Oh, polyphenols, that sounds right. Uh, and they can help protect you against uh, UV rays. And um, caffeine stimulates the blood flow and dilates the blood vessels. For this one, you use coffee or tea. Uh, since it's common that coffee or tea can stain your teeth, it can also stain your skin. So you make it very, very strong, very high, high ground to water ratio. With tea, it would be about, in a cup of water, about 16 tea bags. Oh my gosh. Wow. Now you put that into your lotion. And then you put the, it puts the lotion on its body. <laughs> and, and, and in the basket first or afterwards? This, 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 this <laughs> videos and Instagrammers are doing this one and too and showing you how good it looks. But there's one woman on YouTube who uh, apparently you can also do it with coffee grounds. And so she did coffee grounds, but then she couldn't get the grounds off of her skin because as she was washing the grounds off, it's washing the color off. And yeah. so she's standing there and she's got like grounds under her toenails and her legs look like she's has some kind of skin disease. Like just let's not do this. Let's discuss it. But people don't, I am not advocating this. However, my final one, and this is, this is a carrots. Carrots are high in beta carotene, an ox- antioxidant that's converted to vitamin A inside the body. And once they're cooked, they deliver even more of that and helps eliminate liver spots. So now this carrot-based uh, homemade sunless tanning oil is better in my professional beauty care opinion. <laughs> as, an expert, as an expert. As an expert. I got you. Uh, because there's less chance of streaks because you're using oil and you use less oil. 
than uh, the amount of lotion you would use. You would take some fresh carrots and cut them up very thinly, let them air dry, boil the shite out of them, and then put them into some sunflower <laughs> or olive oil and apply once, once a week to maintain your color. So that, my friends, I hope was helpful. That was Steve's Pantry Staple Stable of Beauty Standards. <laughs> I hope this becomes a regular segment, and I think, Anupi and Steve, you, you should branch out from your culinary spices and launch a beauty line, and Steve can be uh, your consultant on this He's line. Oh, yes. oh, that too. So I, that I too. want to do the one with, the, better. with my hairy legs, do the one with all well, the coffee grounds stuck in there. Can I um, just say, can I follow up if we've got a minute with the or yeah. uh, carrot uh, recommendations? So back in the day when I lived in Hawaii and uh, was going to graduate school out there, had a friend who is very much plant-based, but I always say, if you're gonna go plant-based, you're gonna have a very balanced diet. He ate a ton of carrots. He must've eaten like a bag, bag and a half of carrots every single day. He was kind of doing the whole vegan thing. I think not in such the healthy way, because that was his focus was carrots. We went swimming one time in Kailua. The water is this beautiful blue. He goes in the water and he is literally, you see it next to the water, his skin had turned from eating all these carrots for all those months and months and months, oh, wow. like this hue of orange. It was really, really bizarre. So I always thought, you know, I lean plant-based and I'm going to, like, I was like, oh, you got to do it in a balanced way because I just don't want that. But I think there's something to be said for that last tip with the carrots. I think you're and right. As a, as a beauty skincare professional, I can talk to him about that. <laughs> I just, I just apologize for my entire section of our, our podcast today. And so let's just abandon it and head on over to our recipes. <laughs> the only thing that's hotter than the oven is watching you cook. All right. So I want to talk about recipes, really, really simple recipes that you can make with turmeric. You can do just about anything Indian, obviously, but one of my favorites and Steve, one day I'm going to convince you to open up another restaurant and put this mm. on your menu. Most people do not understand or realize that the Indian omelet is one of the most amazing, delicious versions of an omelet on the planet. It is right. so bleeping good. I'm listening. And the way I make this is I just take an egg or two, I beat those eggs, and then I throw in some cumin seed, some turmeric, some chopped onion, chili pepper, like a green Thai chili or two or three or four, um, <laughs> wow. some cilantro, and then you just make an omelet. And it is so delicious. You don't even actually have to do the tharka. The tharka is when you cook the oil with the turmeric and the cumin seed, which is the standard base for Indian cooking. You don't even have to do that. I just make it that way. And then the other recipe is a, if you don't want to do eggs, you do it with um, tofu, with firm tofu. You just kind of like squeeze that down with one hand so it gets all crumbly. And then you put those ingredients together for a uh, tofu scramble. But the turmeric is what makes that tofu look like eggs. And oh. then what makes it smell and taste like eggs is a different spice called black salt, gala namak. Gala means black in Hindi, namak means salt. And I will definitely give you those recipes, but I'll tell you those two recipes um, are just a fantastic, fantastic breakfast. 
And now we're going to hear about a delicious, delicious drink. I, I, yes. I forget the food, go for the drinks. <laughs> that, that Those sound really great. Now they're going to end up on our, our website for people to get. So uh, I was, I was thinking about this Indian spice and how you do uh, Indian as apple pie, but I'm going to make this Indian as churros and go with a turmeric margarita. <laughs> Now, the thing about margaritas, especially here in the States, is we, all of these, uh, the strawberry margaritas, the mango margaritas, all of those fruit-flavored base margaritas are so heavy in sugar. So what we've lost greatly in American cocktails is flavor uh, in place of just sugar and bright colors. So the idea of a turmeric margarita, where it's going to be a basic margarita with... Um, uh, white tequila and lime juice, some agave and triple sec. We're going to add ground turmeric in there, which is going to add it, uh, make it kind of bright and peppery in the cocktail, also kind of grounded, make it kind of earthy. Uh, and we are going to put a salt rim around the side, but let's also add a little cumin into the salt, little cumin salt there so that you're getting that kind of warmth as well. And I think that's going to be just a really delicious and beautiful uh, cocktail to have right now now do you rub do you rub that all over your face too or are you drinking this i'm just for curious oh could you do both <laughs> number eight and steve's beauty tips <laughs> wear your margarita all right oh what a mess all right the only thing that's hotter than the oven is watching you So as always, if you want to see these uh, recipes and you want to grab some and make them, please do go over to our website, butidigestpodcast.com. Now there you will find uh, Anupi's recipe specifically. And at the bottom of her recipe, there will be a link to her website, Indian as Apple Pie. Uh, make sure you go there so that you can check out her books. You've got three books, yes? I've got three and then one on the way. What? Gonna... You got one in the oven? <laughs> <laughs> I got one in the oven. Um, yeah, it's going to be Instant Pot. Like, there's not enough Instant Pot books out there, but this one's going to be different because we're doing it for all different sizes of Instant Pot. That's why I'm losing my mind after testing for this book for a year. Uh, oh, my gosh. Yes, I'm so glad it's done. But it's gonna be thank you. Show. Just thank you, thank you, thank you for joining us and saving us on this turmeric episode. Although, Hans, you had good stuff to say, too. I was full of crap. If you want to email us and say, Steve, you are so full of crap, do that at ButIDigestPodcast at gmail.com. At Twitter, we are at ButIDigestPod. Facebook and Instagram is ButIDigestPodcast. I just want to remind you that you need to go to our Facebook page. You will see lots of pictures. Um, oh, Hans, did you want to throw out a, a, um, a challenge for everyone on Facebook? I'm going to do it myself, but I would love for you guys to join me. I'm going to make one of, uh, you can play the harp again, but one of Steve's mega amazing, I've forgotten what your title was, but one of Steve's uh, pantry beauty tips. I'm going to make one of these uh, scrubs and, and, and video myself uh, looking like a Simpsons character as I turn myself bright yellow. Uh, but if you want to join me and uh, embarrass yourself oh, in front do. of please uh, the internet, please go please to our do. Facebook page it. and we give us some it. pictures of you doing that. Also go over there and give us the name of the musical starring Roxy Hart. Uh, and it's like a homegrown musical, people. Big hint that you're not understanding. Um, 
Also on our website, you're going to find a link to Hansa's line of spices, as well as a link to download my cocktail book, The New Old Bar. Special thanks today to our sponsor, Pure Cane, to our web designer, Hewitt Rabel, and to our editor, Natalie DeChico. Uh, special music by Corey Goodrich, and our theme music is by Brian Reyes. And I will ask the three... Oh, and God. Br Br Brian Hans, I was just about to finish. What? Brian Reyes just got engaged. So, so I want to say a big uh, congratulations to Brian Reyes because he okay. is now engaged, which that's big, big applause. Congratulations, Brian Reyes. Can this podcast please be done? Are we done here? <laughs> we are we are, done? We are done. Thank you, newbie. <laughs> 